Dedicated missionary service returns a dividend of eternal joy, which extends throughout mortality and into eternity. I want it absolutely clear that I declared to the world in the most straightforward language I could summon that the Book of Mormon is true. True disciples of Jesus Christ are willing to stand out, speak up, and be different. If you're not a full-time missionary with a missionary badge pinned on your coat, now is the time to paint one on your heart. God has something unimaginable in mind for you personally and the church collectively. A marvelous work and a wonder. In this church, what we know will always trump what we do not know. Missionary work is an identifying feature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Always has it been, ever shall it be. Let us be awake and not be wary of well-doing, for we are laying the foundation of a great work, even preparing for the return of the Savior. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mission Prep Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Jaren and I'm a return missionary. And here I like to talk about everything that has to do with serving the full-time mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I do this with the hope of getting all you future missionaries totally thrilled for your own mission. And to do this, I share some of my insights that I have gained from serving a mission with the intent that these insights will be a help to you as you prepare to serve yours. I also intend to get you guys in touch with other preparing missionaries around the world so that you can be part of a missionary community while you are preparing to leave. And to facilitate this, I've got an email that you can write into me at. That email is missionpreppodcast at gmail.com. And there you can tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you're serving if you have a call, maybe what you're excited about or nervous about, what you like to do, mission questions you have, Guys, this is going to be anything. If there's something that you want to share, then share it. And here on the podcast, I will share it with everybody else. That way I can get you guys in touch with other young adults who are going through many of the same experiences that you're going through. There's just strength in knowing you're part of a worldwide army dedicated to doing the Lord's work. And here I want to help you experience a little bit of that strength that comes in numbers. You guys are at such an exciting time of your life. And sometimes I honestly wish that I could go back and be in your shoes. There's so much that you'll experience in the short time between your graduation from high school to the time that you leave everything you know to go serve the Lord. And I can't help but envy you a little bit as I reflect on my own experiences preparing to be a missionary. There was a lot that was really fun and exciting. And there were also things about it that were a little nerve wracking. I remember the excitement and the anticipation of receiving my call after I got my papers in. I remember how excited I was to be preparing to go to the temple. That experience in and of itself was completely life-changing for me. Studying the scriptures took on a whole new meaning for me because now I wasn't just studying for myself, but I had other people in mind. And I was always thinking about ways that I could teach them what I was learning and help them feel and experience what I was experiencing in the scriptures. I loved watching all the district videos and I just thought that every missionary on there was a superstar and I could not wait to be doing what they were doing. The Best Two Years was easily my favorite movie at this point in my life, and it was such a comfort to watch it. There were also a lot of things about preparing for a mission that were really hard too. And one of those hard things in particular is the thing that I want to talk about for the rest of this episode. And that hard thing was for me to leave my girlfriend. I know 
here we are at last. I'm already going to be talking about the age old question of what you should do about your girlfriend. And for those of you who do not currently have a girlfriend at the moment, chances are you're at least dating around. So everything I have to say here today applies to you too. So don't go thinking you're off the hook quite yet. And who's to say that by the time you leave on your mission, you won't have one. And if you still don't, well, I mean, I'm willing to bet that you have some kind of list of potential investigators if you catch my drift. Wink, wink. I mean, you guys can't come home empty handed, right? Anyway, me and my girlfriend, we hadn't even been dating for a very long time by the time I left. I think it was maybe only five or six months, but I mean, in teenage years, that might as well have been an eternity. We had a really great relationship and she was super supportive of me going. And we spent every second that we could together and those were some of the greatest times of my life. I'm sorry guys, if this is gonna be a little bit touchy of a subject for some of you, I know that leaving someone behind is a pretty gut-wrenching experience, but it's just one of those things about missions that we have to talk about. There's a lot that I've learned from my own experience with my girlfriend while I was preparing to go, as well as when I was on my mission, and I hope that what I have to share can be helpful to you guys. So if you're getting ready to leave on your mission and you have a girlfriend, what should you do? Is it a bad thing to have a girlfriend at home while you're on a mission? Could it maybe be a good thing? Should you guys just break up or be friends? What I want to attempt to do here today is answer these questions and just talk about them. And really the answer as to whether or not girlfriends and missions are a good combo is, it just depends. And I'm sure that you've probably heard this before so this isn't news to you, but we're gonna go over some of the details of what this answer might mean for you. So as I was preparing to leave my girlfriend and enter the MTC, she had decided that she wanted to wait for me. So of course, I was thrilled with this news, but even at the time, I knew that this would present some major challenges for the both of us. I never asked her if that meant that she could still go on dates or anything. I didn't really want to get caught up in all the details of that. I was just going to let her decide what it meant that she was going to wait and just leave it at that. If I'm being quite honest though, it was mostly because I was too afraid to know the answer and I knew it would have been unfair for me to ask her not to date at all. So that's what we left it at. We were still together as I left and still to this day, that was the hardest goodbye that I have ever had to give. And it only got more difficult from there. Probably for the first three to four months, getting letters and emails from her was better than Christmas morning. But at the same time, it only deepened my homesickness and guys, it seriously gave me some separation anxiety. After a while though, I got used to our relationship just being letters and emails. And at this point in my mission, hearing from her was the highlight of my week and it didn't leave me with that sick feeling inside anymore. I was able to write her on P-Day and be ready to go and do missionary work for the rest of the week. Her letters and emails were always encouraging and helpful and she was a great support to me the whole time that I was out. In short, guys, it was really hard for a long time, but overall, her support ended up being a huge help for me. At the end of the day though, things didn't really work out between us when I got back and so that's where our story ends. I know what you're thinking, sad day. You are probably hoping otherwise, but unfortunately, that's just typically what happens in these situations. Guys, so much can change in two years. At this point though, with everything that I've said so far, you might be wondering to yourself that maybe having a girlfriend at home while you're out might be a good thing. Seeing that it was helpful to me, but let me first finish my thoughts about this all and then we'll see what you think. Sometimes I think back and I wonder how things would have been on my mission had we just made a clean break when I left. As much as I sometimes hate to admit it, 
I think my mission would have actually been much easier had things turned out that way. Sure, the breakup initially would have sucked so bad, but I think in the long run, it would have been much less pain and worry for the both of us. I wouldn't have had to think or worry about anything that was going on at home, and it would have been much easier to just focus on my new life out in the field. And there would be no worry about receiving that Dear John letter either. Believe me, the anticipation of getting that letter is actually way worse than getting that letter. It's almost like every time you open a letter up, you're waiting for a bomb to go off in your hands. No joke. So even though she was supportive and helpful and it was clear the whole time that she was not going to go anywhere, it still would have been much easier had she not been in the background. And who knows, maybe things would have even worked out for us when I got home had we just made a clean break when I left. Just like seems so much simpler that way and it would have been more fair for the both of us. So even though in my case, our relationship had all the right ingredients, one being that she wanted me to go on a mission and that I wasn't going for her, that's something that I had already wanted to do with or without her. And two, she was super supportive and helpful the whole time. Both really good ingredients to have when you have a girlfriend waiting at home. But even then, I still think things would have been better had we just broken up. I mean, it would have been a no-brainer if she just wanted me to stay home or if when she wrote me, she only talked about how much she missed me and wished I was home. Or even if I was the weak link and being with her made me contemplate whether or not I even wanted to go at all. Or if I was already out and I just wanted to go home so that I could be with her. All of those things would have been major red flags. That would have just been unhealthy and there's no reason to try and keep a relationship like that going through a mission. Keeping in mind that we pretty much did everything right and it still was as hard as it was, it would have been worth it to just rip the band-aid off and take that burden from ourselves. So that being said, this brings me to some of the counsel that prophets and apostles have given to us about dating in high school, because as you know, a mission comes right after this stage in life. The overall theme from the counsel that they have given us is that teenagers should not be involved in steady dating until it is time to move toward marriage. And there are probably several reasons for this, but first, here are just a few quotes about the subject. This first one is from President Gordon B. Hinckley. He says, When you are young, do not get involved in steady dating. When you reach an age where you think of marriage, then is the time to become so involved. But you boys who are in high school, you don't need this, and neither do the girls. And on a different occasion, he says, The Lord has made us attractive one to another for a great purpose. But this very attraction becomes a powder keg unless it is kept under control. It is beautiful when it is handled in the right way. It is deadly if it gets out of hand. It is for this reason that the church counsels against early dating. This rule is not designed to hurt you in any way. It is designed to help you, and it will do so if you will observe it. Steady dating at an early age leads so often to tragedy. Studies have shown that the longer a boy and a girl date one another, the more likely they are to get into trouble. It is better, my friends, to date a variety of companions until you are ready to marry. Have a wonderful time, but stay away from familiarity. I love this next part. He says, keep your hands to yourself. It may not be easy, but it is possible. Here's one from Elder Larry W. Lawrence. He says, parents can prevent a lot of heartache by teaching their children to postpone romantic relationships until the time comes when they are ready for marriage. Prematurely pairing off with a boyfriend or girlfriend is dangerous. Becoming a couple creates emotional intimacy, which too often leads to physical intimacy. Satan knows this sequence and uses it to his advantage. He will do whatever he can to keep young men from serving missions and to prevent temple marriages. 
And this last one that I'm going to share with you guys was published in 2010 in the new era. It says, before his mission, a young man should not be looking for a serious relationship. It may distract him from the call to full-time service he will receive from a prophet of God. It just doesn't make sense to add the complication of a steady girlfriend when a young man is trying to prepare for a mission, and especially when he's on his mission. It might create temptations and even expectations regarding their relationship. It's not fair to him or the young woman. Neither of them needs that sort of distraction or pressure. I know that all these sources are kind of old, and while searching around it is actually a little bit difficult to find anything more recent, it seems that church leaders have been a bit silent on this topic for a minute, but I still think that the same counsel applies. I know guys, it's nice to know that you have someone back home who is just deeply in love with you and is waiting for you, but you really don't need any of that distracting you from your work. It's just not worth it. You end up bringing extra baggage with you into the mission field, and that's the last thing that you want, trust me. And that's the last thing that your companion is gonna want too. You'll have plenty of time to date and have fun and develop great relationships when you get back, but in the meantime, you will have a much better experience on your mission when you know you have got nothing left waiting for you at home. It's a hard truth to hear, I know, but it's also a liberating one when you really think about it. It just makes so much sense why our inspired leaders would give us this counsel. You might think that you are an exception to this. You may think that you can disregard what they have said because you can handle it, but why would you want to even put yourself through that? That's what I thought when I was at this age. I just saw their counsel as a minor suggestion and looking back, I honestly wish I would have taken it more seriously. Me and my girlfriend had a great relationship, don't get me wrong, but my mission wasn't the right time to continue to pursue it. I didn't let it affect my missionary work or distract me, but it sure made it harder in a lot of ways and the Lord just doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want your mission to be harder than it needs to be. I know that this is really hard counsel to follow. It's honestly just so normal to pair off with someone while you were in high school because everybody else does it. People are probably going to think that you're crazy for choosing not to study date. The hard reality, however, is that it involves very powerful emotions that often become destructive in a lot of cases. Your future relationships will be so much better if you can just learn at this stage in your life how to bridle those emotions. And the best way to do that is just to avoid steady dating. There's going to be time for that, but your high school and mission years are not the time when you want to be experiencing all the drama and heartbreak that comes along with it. So before your mission, just make dating fun and get to know new people. You can find what you like in other people. Let go of your expectations and just watch your confidence grow. Guys, the happiest, coolest, most confident people that I knew in high school were also the ones that just wanted to make new friends and that's what they left it at. They weren't pursuing any relationships. They were just working on themselves and honestly, I wish I would have tried to be the same way at that age. So my last piece of advice to you today is to just jump into your mission with both feet. Don't leave anything back at home that will just gnaw away at you. Don't give yourself any reason to look back. Jesus has said, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Sacrifice everything you have for him and just see what he does. Just watch what happens. You guys will feel forever grateful that you left nothing on the table. Thank you everyone for joining me on another episode of the Mission Prep Podcast. You guys are awesome and I'm confident that you'll be incredible missionaries. Just keep up the good work and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.